This is a big-timing comedy production. Welcome backstage. Uh, I'm here to interview Black Sabbath. I'm a journalist. VIP only. Groupies sleep with rock stars because they want to be near someone famous. We're here because of the music. We are band-aids. Are you jumping or am I under-medicated? You're listening to Backstage Pass with Meredith Marks. I'm with the band, okay? Hey, Meredith Marks here, episode nine, and we are all about the yacht rock, baby. This episode is going to be taking the wind through your hair, the wind through your sails, as we step onto the ship and enjoy the smooth sounds of yacht rock. I had to recently think about that. The person that I interviewed tonight had to think about that. I got serious satellite radio in my car. Um, new car, got it this summer. Never had Sirius XM. Finally put it in my car. And I fell in love <laughs> for the main reason that there was a Yacht Rock channel, Mikey. And I hope you don't lose it. I hope that that one runs it all year. No, it's gone. Poof. I only had it for a couple of months. Oh, you know what you need to do? They need to bring that back. It's not necessary. Why? Go back on your account. Yes. For serious. What? And add internet streaming to your account. Oh. And then plug your phone into your car and you can listen to it all year round. Oh, Yacht Rock all year round. I was listening to it today. I am digging it. You know who else digs it? My kids. I've got my kid here. Say hi, Parker. Hello. So mommy put Yacht Rock on in the car and I made you guys. I shouldn't have to say I made them. Like they started to enjoy it themselves. So we enjoyed it together. But you I exposed put, them. I exposed yeah, you didn't. the 10-year-old twins, the little yeah. Twinkie girls to Yacht Rock. What do you think about Yacht Rock? I actually really like it. I mean like kids are normally like into the new pop music but i liked it because it was just kind of chill and it had new music so i was exposed to different things you know, cool. it wasn't new music it was like old music, old music but it's right. new, for you. new for you yeah oh it's so good isn't that good you done good mom mom win right there that's right so that's right. anyway i've been listening to a lot of yacht rock because um you know for those of you that don't know yacht rock was kind of formed with the notion that all of these bands and singers from the 70s would go out onto their yachts with the wind in their hair, with their glasses and their chicks by their side, with their cool pants and cool shoes, and listen to some groovy tunes. One of the liners on there is the soft rock that the investments paid off. (laughs) (laughs) And I I grabbed a couple today, so I'll be slipping them in somewhere. So I decided to take a trip to Atlantic City a couple of weeks ago and went to go and talk to Peter Beckett from the band Player. And it was a really cool experience. I'm going to tell you why. I took my friend Shari, drove to Atlantic City, had our friend Patty meet us there, and we went into the sound check. 
as we're attempting to go into the sound check at Harris Casino in Atlantic City, Big Dude stops me. That's what I'm going to call him, Big Dude. But he's my friend now, so it's all good. So Big Dude stops me, and he goes, uh-uh, uh-uh. Everything has to have clearance at the casino. Of course. You don't have clearance. And I thought, oh. Clearance, Clarence. Crap. I just drove up here. I got to talk to Peter. We got to talk about some Yacht Rock, honey. And this is not going to happen. And I schmoozed. I schmoozed to get in with the Yacht Rock. And it was all good. I smoothed it over with Harris. So anyway, we went into this really beautiful theater. And listen to the sound check. And you know me, growing up as Soundman's daughter, had to enjoy myself some sound checking. And it was great. I had never seen these guys before. Uh, Burley Drummond plays drums. Now, he is one of the founding members of Ambrosia. Hint, hint, we're going to have him on our show in just a couple of months with his wife, Mary Harris. And we're excited to have them. And they've got this character up on stage with them. I love this guy. Buster Acre is on keyboards and he's absolutely hilarious. The entire time during sound check, he's cracking jokes. He really brings a lot of pizzazz and uh, every band has one schmooze to the least. stage. Can I say schmooze to the stage? Cause he kind of schmoozes with the crowd as he's on stage. Uh, Patty and Shari and I were the only ones in sound check. Peter hops off the stage, comes over to Patty, gives her a hug because he she is his web mistress. That's what she's called, Mikey. Uh-huh. Web mistress. Because she takes care of all the social media. Right. And you know these guys, they need that. Right? They need help with that, which is great. And so she takes care of all of that for him. And right off the bat, he said, where's Meredith? Really <laughs> humble, down-to-earth, friendly guy. We go back to the green room. And I sat down and I had a great interview with him and... Let's take a listen to what transpired in that green room. All right, so we are backstage at Harris Casino in Atlantic City um, with the amazing Peter Beckett and the band Player. Thank you for coming on our show. You're welcome. Greatly appreciate it. So I like to give people kind of a look as to what life is like on tour. Talk to me a little bit. When you guys started out in the 70s, I know... Gene Simmons of KISS once said that the 70s was the greatest uh, decade to tour of all time. Um, do you agree with that? I do. Okay. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about how touring was for player in the 70s. Well, it was different for us. I mean, I was in tons of bands in England before I even came to America in 74. Some known bands, you know, and I was in a whole bunch of bands here before player even got together. But player itself... We never really played any small gigs. We formed, we wrote the songs, and suddenly we had a record deal, and they flung us onto a tour with Gino Vanelli in these big places, you know. We were a little out of our, you know, element there. And um, and in the middle of that tour, Baby Come Back hit number one, and we they pulled us off and put us on with Bugs, Buzz Skaggs on the Silk Degrees tour, and it was all arenas, you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that tour, like about six months later, we finished the second album, Danger Zone, and I was told to go write some rock and roll songs, make it a little harder edge because Stigwood was going to put us out with Eric Clapton on the Slow Hand tour, you know. And nice. so we did that tour. So this band has been progressing. It used to be the soft rock band. It's become a little bit soft and a little bit harder here and there. But in those days, it was huge places for us. Just 30,000 seater arenas, you know, and um, 
a lot of excess, you know, and now we're all older and uh, wiser and cleaner, I think some of us are. <laughs> well, I just caught a part of your sound check and I can concur that definitely uh, a lot of rock surprises come in to play. I'm super excited to see the show tonight um, because just listening to the sound check and I've been to many, there was a lot of high energy from this one sound check. It was great. I mean, we were just dancing in our seats. We were the only ones you know, in that sound check. She so. was. I saw her. <laughs> we were. We were rocking out. Yep. So I'm excited to see it. Um, tell me a little bit about how much touring has changed from starting out in the 70s until now. I mean, we have um, a, an overabundance of options to keep in touch with your family through Facebook and Instagram yep. and Twitter and FaceTime and Skype. I mean, what has that done for you in terms of... I'm not a big... Maintaining... I'm not a big computer guy. (laughs) I'm going to move to Hawaii soon and live off the grid, and I don't want to know about Twitter and Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. So you're just going to stick with the old-fashioned telephone to keep in touch with your wife and your kids. Okay, gotcha. In a few years. In a few years. Okay, but it must be a little bit easier uh, to maintain. Of course. Especially for self-promotion. I mean, look, Player, like you said, blew up uh, after the song hit. Uh, You got to tour with so many amazing people. And then, um, you know, to, to hit a, a level where you have to maintain that, all of these ideas through social media come through, which just help to keep everybody out there. That's true. Yeah. Um, I recently had a, a chat with Scott Page from Pink Floyd yeah. and Supertramp, and he works with a company that helps to, um, you know, have established artists and Uh, progressing artists come through and helps them with that so it's great that you even have people on your team to take care of that and doesn't that i mean don't you feel like that adds to it absolutely it's it's brought it all back it's great you know it's i don't like it personally but it's a great thing you know we're all out there again you know i mean we didn't we didn't tour for a long time you know so there was a gap you know, okay. Ron Moss went on to do uh, Bold and Beautiful. and uh, I know, he played Ridge. Yeah, I remember I, that. And I did a lot of uh, film and TV stuff for like 15 years. And, and then we mm-hmm. kind of got together again and started doing a handful of gigs here and there. You know, you did things like you did a movie a for uh, Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. You've done so many different TV shows. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you like that aspect of it more so than being on stage? Do you prefer Well, I, when I was doing the TV then and film, I, I didn't really go out and play live it was it was all in my studio you know and I I had a lot of work thrown at me and it was all good these days I'm actually playing live a lot more than than doing that you know Mm -hmm. absolutely especially with the whole yacht rock thing which I'm sure you're going to get into in a second oh okay all right so let's jump into this yacht rock um funny thing I went to a very small boarding school in Maryland and one of my dear friends, her name is Elliot, and her husband, Nick, is the lead singer for Yacht Rock Review. Yeah. So I didn't quite grasp all of it at first when I was seeing the posts on social media. I know that they were in Atlanta. Me neither. Um, I was kind of semi-following it. I found it really interesting. And then I heard that they were coming to Baltimore, and I went out to see them and chat with them. What a bunch of characters. Yep. They're That's great. all I have to say. I mean, backstage, it was so cool to see them come out yeah. dressed the way that they are. Um, wind in the hair with the fan yeah, and the glasses. And all the polyester. <laughs> it's great. Well, I didn't know what Yacht Rock was. I was in the park with my kid. He was playing baseball, and my phone went off. And it was this guy, Pete, Peter Olson. 
And he says, hi, this is Peter Olson. Is this Peter Beck? And I said, yeah. He said, we're doing this Yacht Rock Revival thing down in Atlanta, and we'd like to have you on as a guest. That They back everybody up. They get guests down. He had uh, he had a, a whole bunch of people. He had about six or seven guests. Right. Robbie Dupree and, and a bunch of people. I think Little River Band were on that one too. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was a little trepidant. I'm like, what is Yacht Rock? You know, I've never heard of it. And he explained to me, he said, the way kids today look at the 70s bands is these guys with long hair, acoustic guitars, on their yacht in Malibu, sailing up the coast, <laughs> drinking Chardonnay on the boat and writing songs. And that's how it became Yacht Rock. That's what I was told. And so I've never had a yacht, but I've certainly drunk a lot of wine. So I guess I fit in, you know. I just, I just got a new car a couple of months ago. I had never had Sirius in my car before. Um, I'm on a radio station in Baltimore and um, I'm a big supporter of listening to radio and I and I got serious and I kind of cheated a little bit and I have to tell you I'm scanning through and I find Yacht Rock yeah. and I was hooked <laughs> player was on it non-stop non-stop rotation and I had that in my car yeah. I've got twin 10 year old girls they're hooked on Yacht Rock they know they're starting to learn the songs it's and building, sing the yeah. songs it is it's making a huge comeback yeah. um, you mentioned Boss Gags I mean Boz and Michael McDonald just yep. did a tour this summer um, you guys seem to kind of all be intertwined with each other, each other, uh, Ambrosia, uh, Robbie Fireball, Dupree, yeah, Firefall. Robbie Dupree. You're doing even these yacht rock Revivals. cruises. We did do a yacht right? rock cruise. <laughs> Actually, you've done about three so far. The last one was big. Frampton was on it and Christopher Cross and everybody you can think of. America, Little River Band, Player, Firefall, Orleans, yeah. everybody from the genre was on it. It was actually a lot of fun. So much fun. So much fun. Did I, you go? No. Oh. I'm just, I look at pictures and I look at videos. I do my homework, yeah. Peter. I do. Um, I just had Rob Arthur from the Peter Frampton Band on a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and we were talking about that a little bit as well. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's all about the yacht rock, baby. Kenny Loggins, Michael McDonald, Player, yeah. Boss Gags, Firefall. Uh, what can we expect from you coming up uh, outside of some of this yacht rock? I know, I know, Ron is not on this leg of the tour with right. you. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? And Ron's in Belgium. Join? He got a he got four months' work on some kind of uh, retrospective of Bold and Beautiful, and he's got a full month of work. And so uh, we had work come up, you know, and we we got a stand in for Ron, who Mark Winley, who's doing a great job. He played with Johnny Winter, and um, Ron will be back in, I think he comes back October 27th. And so we wish guys, him well. Oh, absolutely. Out there in, uh, what's that place? Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's a great place. It's I haven't been place. to Belgium yet. Bruges is a great place. Bruges. Yeah. My dad loves it. Uh, so coming up, you know, you've got more touring with some of the Yacht Rock well, yeah, guys. Yeah, we've got and... Yacht Rock stuff. And also I'm doing some stuff with uh, solo stuff with Ambrosia mm-hmm. and uh, Stephen Bishop and Bill Champlin from Chicago. And Robbie Dupree, Love. I've got a handful of gigs which are kind of building, and uh, I'm doing that as myself, you know. And um, I believe Ron's got some work in in Europe in December with his side band, you know. Right. So we're doing a little bit of everything now. He does his thing, I'll be doing mine, and uh, we'll be doing play. Let's give people a little glimpse into uh, the inside life of Peter Beckett. You know, you get to tour around the entire world. But when your wife, Eden, your lovely wife, Eden, says to you, honey, we need a vacation. I'm tired and I want to go away. Where do you go? Well, forget forget the vacation. We go to Hawaii, but we're going to move to Hawaii in a few okay. years. We're going to sell up, get out of L.A., no more traffic. 
and we're going to move to the big island. I th- I'm, we're thinking that's that's what we've got. I think I think, I think my dad made a mistake. We just bought in Cabo. In Cabo. I, I think we should have gone Hawaii. Could have been neighbors. Cabo's great. But Could have had a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't know. We may need to rethink this. But okay. it's America. You know. <laughs> it's true. Hawaii is America. I know. It's true. And he he chooses to go to Mexico. Go there figure. Go. It's cool, though. It's cool. It's really cool. Um, so off tour, when you're just chilling out at home and you're away from music, what are some of your favorite things to do? Well, we've got, you know, Eden is a mountain climber. She's a full-on mountain climber. She's done all the major peaks in America, you mm-hmm. know. And I love backpacking. I've loved it all my life. And we have two boys. We have a 16-year-old and an almost 17-year-old. So, And we have a German Shepherd, so our home life is pretty full, you know, <laughs> yes. running them around and yes. walking the dog and all that stuff. But um, we go to the beach. We're only like 15 minutes from the beach where we live in Calabasas. And uh, we spend a lot of time in, in Malibu with the kids or without the kids. The kids surf. I've never surfed in my life. I might try it when we go to Hawaii, though. <laughs> okay. When we move to Hawaii. When you move to Hawaii. Yeah. I'm going to wait for my invitation. I've never been, so I'm just going to wait. We're going to go, Patty. Okay? We're going to go to Hawaii. I think we're just going to crash. <laughs> now I have to get a crash big the, Crash the Beckett pad. I think we're coming. <laughs> I think we just invited ourselves. Well, thank you so much for coming on our show. You're very we are so excited to watch your show tonight here at Harris Casino, a casino in Atlantic City. And uh, you can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. And come back on our show, okay? Absolutely. Because we want to have you back. Thank you, Meredith. Thank Appreciate you. It. Well, that was a fun interview, hanging out with Peter Beckett and the band Player backstage at Harris Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, they're coming up at a really cool place in Huntington, New York. It's called the Paramount, and it's fantastic. If you've never been to the Paramount in New York, you guys have to go. It's going to be on October 27th. At 8 o'clock. Now, this is this is a Yacht Rock concert, dude. This is Ambrosia and Friends that not only features Peter Beckett and Player, but John Ford Coley, Robbie Dupree, and Bill Champlin oh, wow. of Chicago. Are they touring as that, as that whole cluster? No. So this is what happens ah. is, you know, these Yacht Rock guys, they get together in different groups, different capacities, and different venues, and... It's great when they all come together. I mean, what a show. Mm. I have the opportunity to go, but I can't head up to New York because the next evening I'm hanging out with another yacht rocker by the name of Michael McDonald. I've heard of him. Yeah? <laughs> little doobies. So uh, a little off the record. Forgive me, Peter, if you're listening, but I have to mention this story. It's just really funny. Hanging out backstage with all of them just before they take the stage. And Peter's sitting in his chair, calm, cool, collected. The rest of the guys are kind of munching on some sandwiches and hanging out. We're all just watching the news on TV. And I turned to Peter and I said, listen, I saw your set list and I saw that you don't do Prisoner of Your Love. Why is that? Because I love that song. And he goes, it's too disco-y. <laughs> And I said, really? You could like mix that up and change it up and just put it out there. I'm like, people love it. He's like, nah. So you know what? I love you so much, Peter Beckett. We're going to play it here on my show. Here's Prisoner of Your Love by Player.
Okay, and there was one of my favorite player songs, Prisoner of Your Love, which Peter refuses to do, but maybe one day we can get him to change his mind because I would love to see that live on stage. So yeah, let's re- just... a rearrangement could be <laughs> a couple of friends right? you know, in a room going, hey, I can add this. It happens all the time. I don't know. I don't feel like the disco part too much, but I can, I can kind of understand where he's coming from. Joe Jackson plays... Uh, is she really going out with him when they when he tours? Yeah, and they play it different every night. Cool. I've got an awesome acoustic version of it. Do you think maybe they should do like a hard rock version of Prisoner uh, of Your Love? Sit down with a bunch of guys and just say, "Let's redo it." Here's the thing they they feel like they get boxed into soft rock, but I have to tell you, after seeing Player on stage, they rocked uh, they've, it. They've got, I'm sure they've got it. Yeah, it's not. There's nothing. Super soft about that. Those group of guys on stage, you got Burley and Buster and Peter, and, you know, it's awesome. Good. It's really cool. So just to take a step back, when I started listening to the Yacht Rock channel on Sirius XM, I, I just was kind of remembering this time that I saw a band online. And it's funny because the band that I saw was called Yacht Rock Review. And I thought, I've got to go back and check them out. I kind of, you know, listened to some of their stuff when I first saw them. And then after listening to all of the songs again and and getting reacquainted with the Yacht Rock genre, uh, I (laughs) I figured out I've got to go back and listen to this band. And it's funny because I went to an all-girls private boarding school in Glencoe, Maryland, called Oldfields. And one of my best friends was from Georgia. And her name is Elliot. And it's so funny. Her her husband is the lead singer of Yacht Rock Review. Oh, my. Small, small Amazing. world. So uh, I'm going to take ownership of this. I, I did go to Baltimore Soundstage and grabbed an interview with Nick. Uh, but my equipment failed and we didn't get it. So... Uh, but seeing the show... Another time. Another time, another place. Just wasn't our moment. And that's okay. We can live with that. Uh, so seeing them at Baltimore Soundstage uh, a couple of months ago, <laughs> I didn't know quite what to expect. You know, you see the videos online. If you go to pleaserock.com, you can go and check them out. And it's Yacht Rock Review, R-E-V-U-E. And I was hanging out backstage at Baltimore Soundstage. The guys come out of the dressing room. They're about to take the stage. And I just burst out laughing. I took a picture of all of them in a circle with their shoes, Mikey. The shoes alone just did it for me. It was fabulous. Women and shoes. No. Dude, they really dressed the part from the shoes all the way up to the hair. They had the accessories. They had the cool 70s pants, the real tight pants, you know, that kind of flare out at the bottom. And then they had their cool shirts, their 70s shirts. It, it was... You, you know who I work with. I understand costuming very well. Yes, <laughs> yes, you do. And and I loved, I loved the fact that they stood in front of fans. It was the whole experience of it seeing them on stage standing behind the fans their hair was blowing it was like so cool (laughs) and then all of a sudden the sax player steps out right when they're in the middle of jerry rafferty's baker street and he played a solo it was spot 
on. It was completely spot on. And I'm standing there, I'm taking video of this, and I'm going, this is really crazy because if you close your eyes, you feel like you are at a Jerry Rafferty concert. And they do such a great job of portraying Hall and & Oates and Kenny Loggins and you know Ambrosia and they do Robbie Dupree and they do all of the Yacht Rock people and it's just such a cool thing. So overall, I mean, this entire experience, Mike, has been so much fun. Taking a trip on the ship with Yacht Rock. The Yacht Rock. I think we found our title for this episode. <laughs> We're going to take a trip on the ship with Yacht Rock. So, of course, we have to end it with one of the best player songs out there. And join us for our next episode, episode 10, where we're going to jump from Yacht Rock 70s, baby, into totally rad 80s with Thomas Dolby. Decade of the synthesizer. He's going to blind us with science. Come on back. Here's Baby Come Back. This is a big-timing comedy production.
just can't 